You know, Luke is um, one of three, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, known as the Synoptic Gospels. John is a little bit different. But in Luke's Gospel, it's the only place in all of the Gospels where you find or listen to the final words of Jesus that we just heard in the reading of the Passion. And those would be, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And he spoke to the thief, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. And then the final one, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. It's interesting that two of those three, Father, forgive them, it's a prayer, and into your hands I commend my spirit, it's a prayer. Uh, Both of those are prayers, and Jesus died just the way he lived, in prayer. He spent much of his time in prayer, a lot of his time in doing and helping, but he died as he lived in prayer. So I found a little story that I think is really appropriate for today. You know, you heard the gospel, you heard the passion. You know, I I was never real good at repeating what you just heard. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I found the other day kind of a story. It's it's really an essay that was written in Commonweal Magazine about 10 or 12 years ago. Uh, by um, a religious writer and a columnist named, that you might have heard of, Peter Steinfels. So in this, what you're going to listen to, Steinfels imagines the, the real situation of the thief in the story on the cross and what it was like for him. You know, what what did all that was happening say to, if you will, the good Steve? And so... He he questions in his essay, he questions a good thief, and he says to him, so, you know, what did this day mean to you? And Steinfeld writes the following that I think is really pretty powerful. Steinfeld writes, again, the good thief. He says, Luke may have patched up my grammar, and he may have improved my wording. Nonetheless, he had the story correct. That's what I said, that's what Jesus said, and believe me, I'm not complaining. But I still feel uncomfortable about the misunderstanding of exactly what I did there, hanging on that cross, just minutes, but it seemed like centuries before dying. I'm not talking about the fanciful legends that are woven around my 15 seconds of fame, going down in history, for instance, as the good thief, when a good thief was hardly the word for it. We didn't just rob, we assaulted, we murdered, we weren't just thieves, we were bandits, brigands, outlaws, and cutthroats, revolutionaries also, or so we like to think. When your country is occupied, you can justify just about anything. Being whitewashed as a good thief was the least of it. Get the picture, please. We're beaten, bloodied, and gasping for breath. People are jeering at this guy in the middle. It seems he has called himself a messiah or a savior or a king of the Jews, something like that. They put an inscription above him, king of the Jews, over his head. So show your stuff, they shout. Beyond that, I really knew nothing. So when the crowds jeered at this dying man, and the soldiers did also, 
and my comrade in crime thinks he is honoring his last minutes by adding to their taunts, well, I just couldn't help myself. Jesus, I said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. I thought maybe that would comfort him, dull the pain, combat the despair. Really, I didn't know. People have thought that I was making a great confession of faith. They have said that I knew in a flash all that this man I'd never seen before had been endlessly preaching and explaining to his followers. It really wasn't like that at all. Read Luke's words carefully and you will see. It was not an act of faith. It was just a bit of decency. And that decency one meet paradise all the same. So maybe as we go through this Holy Week, we might think in our interactions with lots of different people we encounter every day, think about providing just a little bit of decency. Hard to do on the highway, believe me, I know. I think people are nuts on the highway, myself excluded. Not talking about you. Just all those crazy other people. I really don't know where everybody's going in such a hurry, you know? So you're wondering, what am I going to do next? We're going to pray the creed next, okay? And it's going to be the Nicene Creed, and I hope it's on a card in front of you there. So let's pray the Nicene Creed. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church, Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.